0: Welcome back to the slumber party. Are you in your pajamas? Do you have your side pony? I hope you do because today we have a party as a guest. And and I would, I would count. I have followed you for so long, but I feel like I really fell in love with you via the pandemic and just your vibe and everything about you. And I am so excited to have you on the podcast. So I would like to formally welcome my internet friend, (laughs) Anne Matthews from Energy
1: Tree Studios. Welcome. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. I think that you are the only person maybe in the entire world that likes me better now since the (laughs) pandemic. I think, I I think, you are maybe the only person that wasn't completely alienated by my obscene point of view. <laughs> no, so I think I don't. I don't want
0: to like. Um, I'm trying to think about the pandemic has like tired me a little bit, uh, like with this these discussions. And I honestly like I have very strong opinions and political opinions, um, but. When I think about like, so I think probably the space that you're in, you're in like the wellness space, which is, you know, probably full of people who feel a certain way about the pandemic. See, I'm trying to like skirt this issue. Um, I'm sure your, your views cause I know that you were um, you, you do. Well, first let's pause. Let's pause. Tell everybody <laughs> what you do because you are magic. And I've heard so much about you before I even knew you. And I want everyone to know what you do because I think it's amazing. Tell me everything. Go.
1: I mean, I, I, it's, I don't even know. I, I genuinely, I, I, <laughs> I think a lot of it started out with having a doctorate in Chinese medicine. And then it just, it, It took off into this now reputation of just pure witchcraft. And um, so I really like that you said that it was wellness on account of the fact that I'm accused on the daily now of just being a witch. (gasps) Okay, but I'm also (laughs) accused of being a witch
0: because I just, so it's really funny because I do sleep work with, parents who are tired. And I, and I always tell people, they're like, so how do you do it? And it's like, literally I'm not, and I'll say I'm not magic, but I, I really give you some like nitty gritty details on like how to do this well, while emotionally supporting your child. And there's a lot of like bad raps about sleep training and some of it isn't that great, but it doesn't have to be, it can actually be like an okay experience. And then people do it and they're like, are you a witch? I swear I've been accused of being a witch, like, a lot of times. And I'm like, I'm not. It's just you you thought it was way worse than it was going to be because you read things on the internet. But it's not. It doesn't have to be.
1: I'd like to have your witchcraft here right now. Like, <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I've... <laughs> <laughs> like aside from the ten and eleven year old, who it would be really weird if you had to come and sleep train them, but the um, like the the one year old, I don't know if you can hear her. No. Like I hope not these no. these fancy dancy headphones, which I actually had to Google how to soundproof them. Apparently, not that difficult, but uh, no, I Googled it. And um, I'm glad that that's working. Yeah, she's she's in the other room. Just we got her a new crib. It's much roomier than her previous one. I thought this would be a bonus. It seems not. I mean, if I'm gonna be totally honest with you, I I feel honestly like I kind of wanted to text you a picture of what she was sleeping in last night because mm-hmm. there was a lapse. Mm-hmm. between the time that the crib was supposed to be here thanks west coast mm-hmm. kids and <laughs> the actual arrival of it where i yeah. sent the mini crib that she had previously been sleeping in off to my mother's house cuz that's what i do mm-hmm. my poor mom i literally she's like very yeah. handy and i just arts and crafts You're everything like, there you that go i do need do something redone. oh i was like i need to You should please. make an
0: Instagram account shit my Sharon? mom redid
1: <laughs> she I honestly, she's so she's so good at all things with regards to like furniture refurbishing, mm-hmm. art. But anyway, so I sent this off with her, and so Noah was sleeping. I kid you not, last night in an IKEA clear bin, mm-hmm. roughly the size <laughs> of a, of a meter. I'm 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 going to text you the picture.
0: You should
1: the episode screenshot um and she slept in that like a champ like I don't understand I don't know if it's because it was right next to my bed again but she was asleep like full-on slept through the night no waking sorry
0: in an Ikea bin yeah Okay, we can't recommend that for safety purposes, folks. If you're listening to that, we're not putting I our mean, kids it, Nike up in IKEA bins.
1: <laughs> I mean, the top was off.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if it was just very snugly for her. I sent it to you.
1: It's on. She's your
0: phone. she's probably feeling like swaddled almost. And it well, was probably I think that's warm. What it
1: must have been.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, like,
1: yeah, there was. There were blankets and whatnot. I mean, she's and like not she... a tiny little baby. She's she's relatively large. She can like sit up and 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 you and know. does she co sleep usually? No, no. She's a Capricorn. She uh, <laughs> she she would sit right up and and abuse me until I put her in her own personal <laughs> space. Which I would actually like to do with my husband most nights, but yeah, yeah. he's a Taurus, and so insists. <laughs> oh, on. I'm surrounded by Tauruses. What's See. what's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. You're like also a daughter, Capricorn, okay? So I could really do with the personal space, but yeah, yeah, yeah he needs me there.
0: Or, I
1: what, I'm not sure, but. <laughs> I I have a,
0: I, I'm wondering what the universe is telling me, but literally my husband, both of my daughters, and one of my best friends, and my best friend's husband, and my husband's business partner, and their son <laughs> are all Tauruses. Like right now is the busiest time of my life. My,
1: uh,
0: I know, yeah. it's like... It's it's a lot. It's a lot of birthdays right now.
1: Yeah, that you is. See, it's a lot. Yeah, but that's really good. Like you can have so many outdoor soirees. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. are happy because mm-hmm. it's sunny. Yeah, it's a good. You know? It's a good
0: time of year. What What are you? Uh, what sign are you? I'm an Aquarius. I'm a
1: weirdo. Emily, really? that mm-hmm. is perfect for your teaching. Yeah. Is it? Tell me. Yeah. Why? Yeah. All <gasps> it's like your gift is to oh. teach others and to coach others. Oh, I feel
0: so like I, I, I have just lately, so I've been doing this for like five solid years and some of the people that I trained with and like, kind of like started my business with, with like colleagues, like some of them are starting to be like, oh, you know what? It's just like, I'm like so burnt out. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm so obsessed with this. I've never, I can't ever do anything other than this. It's so, it's in my bloodstream. I am so obsessed with it. I I mean, I'm sure like how I do it will change because I, I get bored easily, but I am, uh, it's just like, and I'm sure like you, the results are so life-changing and it's so rewarding that it's like kind of just selfish at this point. I mean, I, I was actually just thinking, and I don't know, I don't, I, this is where having like a office mate might be helpful, but like sometimes things like right now I have so many huge, significant client wins, like things that are like actually you know, changing how women feel about their motherhood journey and like some disclosures that they're sharing with me and some like huge growth. And I, it's just emotional. Like sometimes I, I cry on the phone with my clients cause I'm so happy for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had a client last week be like, you know, my baby had colic like forever and like now it's just, and we didn't go out. And so we went out and we saw family and like, people were like, what a great baby. And like, you're doing such a great job. And she's like, it was honestly a very transformational moment for me in this journey. And I was like, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you feel the same. Like, okay. So why I want you on, or why I wanted you on this is because you are an acupuncturist. You have your degree in, I don't What is it?
1: I have a few. I have. Tell me all about. I have an I have an econ degree from Trendy of T. I have a bio degree from Queens. Oh, Queens! I, a, I, I didn't know you went to Queens. I also went to Queens. Why? Yes, yes, I I went to Queens. I spent a significant amount of time at Ale House so maybe we (laughs) for sure you do look familiar (laughs) (laughs) I worked at Clark Hall pub
0: for my three out of four years so if you were ever frequented I definitely served you beer
1: and maybe even threw me out a few times I I I wouldn't (laughs) but my Um, husband might have (laughs) No, I was very I was well behaved, I promise. I spent most of the time in the library. I'm trying to make myself out to be much <laughs> cooler than I actually was.
0: And um, I'm trying to like temper down my previous exploits <laughs> at university.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, I love Queens. And then um and then I have a doctorate in Chinese medicine um from the first portion because there's it's a five year program and you can you do either three year acupuncture. So I have I got the first three years from the International College of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And then I got my fourth, uh, my T C M P and my doctorate from uh, Pacific Rim College in Victoria. So it's uh okay. it like what I'm you really do... a recent grad.
0: <laughs> but, I'm but so you, young. so how I learned about you is I followed Marley from Kalen Crunches a million years ago on yeah. her pregnancy journey. And I know that you were largely credited and a big part of that. And I learned that basically what you do is you use, and please correct me along the way. Cause I'm probably messing something up, but you use acupuncture as a form of, uh, as a fertility treatment or a, um, uh, in conjunction with, can you talk to us about that and how it works? Cause I'm
1: genuinely curious. Yeah. So I have a bit of a different approach. Um, there is, I, I, I use traditional Chinese medicine in the, the theories that it presents about just our congenital well-being. Um, so essentially, each person there's certain characteristics, both physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, um, that make up sort of like a, a Chinese medicine persona, if you will. Um, and so you you treat those imbalances because each individual there's certain things that, like for example. I could stay up late every night of the week. I could eat raw vegetables every single night of the week. I could live off of iced beverages and I would be completely fine. (laughs) But if you put spice in my food Mm -hmm. and you don't emotionally stimulate me, I will be a mess. So there's certain, whereas other people have the complete opposite. They need, um, they need a lot of downtime. They need more sleep. They um, do well with some like warming foods, like ginger and turmeric lattes are a win for them. And that just is your very baseline, sort of what's going on with your body on a day-to-day. So you have that sort of base layer and then I use Chinese medicine and acupuncture and, and all things involved with like diet therapy and more um, recent discoveries around like nutritional supplements and how they could potentially benefit people. I'm very much a less is more um, mm-hmm. kind of practitioner um, mm-hmm. in that I, I try to introduce as little as I possibly can to make the largest change which I think mm-hmm. is a little bit different than most. Um, but but I use my background in sort of bio and Western medicine and my understanding of of labs and, you know, the basics of like a hormone panel or uh-huh. a, like a complete blood count, like a CBC that you'd get from a doctor if you just had a checkup. And, and I'm able to sort of correlate how it it works within like a Chinese medicine framework. So like, for example, instead of just looking at um, a complete blood count and seeing, okay, well, this person's iron deficient, I'm going to then recommend the, you know, increase these foods, potentially take these supplements. I'm also then able to use Chinese medicine acupuncture and tonify blood. So, and then I, I do cool. that for fertility with like each... Phase of the cycle. So um, some patients don't have a, you know, a monthly 28 day cycle. Um, And so the, the goal is obviously to get to about that 28 to 32 day cycle. But you have to understand what each part of the cycle means from not only a biomedicine standpoint, but also a Chinese medicine standpoint. So that was a very cool convoluted... that's really cool
0: no but that's actually uh, I think I mean so if you follow your Instagram like your results speak for themselves like people really struggling are suddenly finding huge success with you and I I'm so interested too in this um, this less is more concept because I've seen you talk about this a lot on your your uh, on your Instagram. And this is sort of why I love you so much, because I think that there's so much about parenting where uh, like this martyrdom comes in. Right. And, and these people trying to get pregnant are really, really trying. And then they go and then, people are like, take out this, take out this, take out this, take out this, stop doing this, stop doing this. And then it's like, they come to you and you're like, how do you feel? And they're like, well, I feel like shit because I'm not living my life. It's like, well, how are you supposed to get pregnant when you're sitting there like, ah! and, and I just love that you said that because I think there's so much about it, And it's already, it's like, you know, so obvious. Like when you said that to me, I was like, Shit, this is already permeating before conception. This idea of, like, sacrifice and, you know what I mean? Like, I I hate that, and it doesn't have to be that. And we see that if, you know, there's a breastfeeding issue. Take out everything. Stop eating everything. Stop living your life. It's like, or maybe there's something else going on.
1: Yeah. I mean, even from, like, a breastfeeding standpoint, there's – I, I mean, I personally, I've had a few runs at it because I have five children, but, um, (laughs) I feel like most people don't get that many chances. And so they're very deeply, um, scarred by the experience that they have with the, you know, one to two. And so breastfeeding is a perfect example. I, I feel like it takes up people's entire lives, there's no way that breastfeeding should take up your whole life. And I mean, that's just my personal opinion that like, if, if your entire existence is, is filled with you, like I, I remember I was 27 and I had just had Madeline and it was a lactation consultant and they're wonderful and I'm so grateful Mm -hmm. for them. But Mm -hmm. she came to my house and told me that I needed to clear my schedule for two days And I was just going to sit with the baby and breastfeed Mm -hmm. her for two days without a shirt on, which for some would be like, wonderful. That sounds like a great vacation. For me, it sounded like a nervous breakdown. And I was not willing to do that. And so I became an expert on good quality organic formulas. And I... Uh but what this, but this back? is, I
0: feel like, my journey too, that I saw so many, you know, there are again, I, I have like a lactation consultant that I love, Azura Goodman, Azura Infant Feeding, who's so inclusive about all types of feeding, helps people just feed their babies, is also like just an excellent, excellent lactation consultant. Um, it, it, she just like takes the shame out of it, right? But I think this is why I also became a sleep consultant, because some lactation consultants and some people feel like it's either you're sleeping or you're breastfeeding. And like to be honest, if you're not sleeping. How are you producing milk? And if the answer to your milk issue is to feed the baby whenever they want nonstop all night, again, disclaimer, if you want to do that, you should do that, especially if you feel good about it. But if you're not, and you're functioning, but if you're not functioning, you're getting up every hour. the, The answer isn't like, kill yourself more over this. Like, I I feel like every time I have a podcast, I get into this, like, soapbox, people are going to stop listening because they're like, I get it. You don't have to have this conversation every
1: time. (laughs) But you you do. It it comes into every industry, right? Yeah, no. The concept of perfectionism and um, doing things one way is, I mean, that's, it's such a part of, of our culture, but it's, it's also just such a part of being like a, a a female or like female identifying, honestly, the, I would, my husband would never put this type of pressure on himself ever. And if something wasn't working, he would try to find a solution that was good for him and good for the other party. It wouldn't just be like this is just good for the baby. I'm just doing it for the baby. I'm going to give up my life. I am going to feel like garbage. I mean, like I, I, I sincerely have so many patients who they have come back for their second, and they say, "I don't know how you're managing with," I don't know how you're managing with all those kids, and I'm like, because I don't give each one a thousand percent of me. They all get a slice, and, and the rest of it I give to myself. And that way I can be a good example for them as, as children. And I am functioning at a level that's, you know, optimal. And I'm enjoying my life. They're not looking at me and being like, poor mom. And I, you know, I attribute this to Sharon, the, the crib refacer, who also worked when I was little, and um, yeah, yeah, Sharon's my mom, uh, <laughs> but she, uh, she, she essentially she worked full time, um, and was and was insisted on us becoming fairly self sufficient, and the idea of you know her giving up her entire existence to be our parent was just not. It wasn't in the cards, which I, you know, honestly, I'm grateful for. Because now she's older and she has her own life, and I don't feel guilty. And for some reason, I cannot hear you. Can you hear me now? There we go. I have lots of thoughts. Some
0: I like to put my mic on uh, pause when the other person is talking. Cause I find when I listen back to the podcast, I'm going, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no one needs to hear that. And I, I also like hit my mic all the time. So anyway, I'm trying not to do that. Um, cause I talk with my hands constantly. So it's if you're attractive. watching this on YouTube lately or later, this is what I'm doing. Um, yeah, it, well, yeah. And I, I actually, so you've, you've brought it back to a different point for me where this like modern parenting or like the most ideal parenting. So right now I'm, I'm doing my degree in social work. And right. when you talk about like attachment, cause this is thrown around constantly. Well, if I do this, I'm ruining my attachment. Like, let's take sleep out of it. If I'm, if I'm not like getting down on all fours and connecting with my child and looking deeply into their eyes all day, I won't have an attachment. Okay. That's crazy (laughs) because think about literally up until our generation, how we were parented and what a privilege it is to get down on all fours with your child for X amount of time and look them deeply in their eyes. What your child needs is a rock. They need a leader. They need someone to be like, hey, shit went down and I know that you can handle it period. That's how you build attachment. It means being responsible, responsive, delighting in your child. These are easy things to do. And it doesn't mean being perfect. It doesn't mean that you can't make mistakes. It means like literally just loving your kid, which is, and then the other thing that is bothering me is that we've, we've, um, we have this narrative that it's like something that you constantly have to work at when really having a bond with your child is pretty instinctual and natural. I mean, I'm not talking about postpartum depression when you have a baby and you're not feeling immediately bonded, that's super normal, but it always comes. Right. And it's not, it's effortless. It's effortless. You don't like do pushups and then you have a great bond with your kid. It's effortless. It's, it's being around them. It's responding to them. It's that's it that's all it is.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. And I think each, you know, each child that you have too, Mm -hmm. you're Mm going to have a completely different bond because they're Mm going to be a different, you know, I mean, I joke around with, with the idea of Noah being a Capricorn and therefore not wanting me around her, but it's true. And like that, if I stared deeply into her eyes all the time, she would just <laughs> slap me right in the face. <laughs> it's just... I get that a lot so with my dangerous. clients, yeah. too. Where
0: yeah. They're like... um I'm trying, you know, we're, we're hiring you because I'm actively rocking this child and they hate it and they scream and they don't want to, they don't want to sleep on me and I'm doing something wrong. And it's like, I honestly feel like so much of my work is so simple. It's like, let the kid tell you what they want to do. Like, it sounds like they don't want to sleep on you. No, just
1: put them down. (laughs) And that's, that's the thing too, is I bet you run into all the time. With the idea – and I definitely – I have this with fertility where people are like, well, this is what worked the first time. Mm, And I'm like, mm -hmm. but it might not work that way the second time. (laughs) And I, I imagine with children, like people have that same idea where they think, well, this worked really well for my first, but what the heck is happening with my second and, like, for, for example, my first and my second are very similar. And if I had had them sleep on me, I literally could probably have Aiden and Madeline sleep in my bed right now and be, like, on my body 24-7. And they would be so content. They would be so happy. But if I then invited Samson, my, like, fourth, or Noah, my fifth, into the same scenario, it would be just they like squirm and want to be away from me but they're very pleased when I come home from work like it's not you yeah. know what I mean so it's yeah I don't know I, f- I feel like it's really important to look at every individual situation with like a fresh lens and yeah I think that a lot of the time because life is so complicated and because we're so tired we want to have that idea that we already know what to expect
0: yeah I think that's probably
1: like amplified with COVID because people add that like what you can't expect anything, nothing is going to plan. And so the idea of having something, especially with parenting, that's consistent with what you would expect is, you know, it's, it's more than reassuring it's, it's bringing, it's helping bring you forward. Like you don't feel like all is lost. So, I mean, I definitely understand where people are coming from.
0: Totally. Totally.
1: And I think that, yeah, I mean,
0: it's such a funny time of parenting right now. And I think, I hope that um, it's my mission. Like it's funny. Like when I stopped having kids, I was kind of like, I don't know. I was some in some ways like I was I was done having kids for sure, but I feel like now it's like I feel like I'm almost parenting other parents, right? Like that's kind of what I really like doing and helping them just like live authentic lives to themselves. And I think you're doing that so much as well. Like you're one of those professionals that's taking a lot of the pressure off, um, parents and that's super valuable work. Um, I don't know if you know this about my podcast, um, Anne, but we like to keep, this podcast to the length of a crap nap, which is about 30 minutes. And we're getting there. I know. Yeah. So the idea is that like, if your baby is sleeping really badly, you can listen to a full episode, get your tips and tricks in that crap nap and then get back at it. But Love that. I really wanted you on so people could find you and learn more about you. And if maybe they're having some thoughts about their own fertility um, to find like a really lovely balanced practitioner that can help them, tell them where they can find you.
1: You can find me in my clinic, just walking. <laughs> my good start would probably be um, Instagram, which is energy tree and Mm-hmm. I also have a website um, and you're going to try to book through it and you can't um, okay. because I'm, I'm exclusive like that. No, I'm not. I just, uh, I think a lot of people <laughs> want just general acupuncture and I only yes. treat fertility. Um, right. And okay. Go.
0: That's yeah. a good, that's, I wasn't sure about that. So that's a mm-hmm. good um, clarification.
1: Yeah. I, I, Energy Tree Studios, I actually – I have four baby acupuncturists, and I shouldn't call them that because they're actually my age. Um, <laughs> but they are all working uh, with me right now, and they all have different interests. Um, two of them are fertility-focused, but two of them are interested in just general practice. So um, if you're looking for Chinese medicine acupuncture – in like a beautiful environment that's cost-effective, um, and community minded, then you can definitely come on into energy tree studios. And, uh, the website is www.energytreestudios.com. Um, but if you're wanting to work with me, I only work with uterus, ovary sperm situations, um, and all that entails, just because um, it's my it's my jam. It's similar to <laughs> you can't you can't you can't lose enthusiasm for um, all things sleep. I can't lose enthusiasm for all things blood and discharge. Love it. I love that.
0: I do love yeah. that. Um, yeah. You were saying something. Oh, I was going to make a joke that it was going to be like your aesthetic and and your whole studio. The pictures of it are so beautiful that I feel like I want to lie to you and be like, "I want a baby." (laughs) Should I? It's like (laughs) my husband has a vasectomy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I might be the most furthest. would be very concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. There's nothing there. <laughs> He's shooting There's
0: I know. Nothing I know can do. It, well, it's so funny. I I can't believe. No, I'm not going to share that story. I was going to share a story, but I care about my husband, so I'm not going to do that. On was that it note- a sperm story? I'm sad. It was more about the idea, I don't think it's really embarrassing to him, but he had a vasectomy, and you know, like, there are some months where like, maybe your period is wonky, and you're like, could I be? And he had his vasectomy literally right before everything was shut down in the pandemic, so he didn't get a chance to go and have that test where they tell you you're good or not. So there's always like a, like, question mark, but not really. And so every time I'm like, could it be? And he's like,
1: wouldn't be mine. (laughs) You'd have a
0: lot of explaining to do i don't know
1: i have actually a few patients where that was in fact the case i know i've heard it which reputation really came through (laughs) well my my (laughs) immaculate conception is where i draw the line guys
0: i a hundred percent i we were told that um as well like uh, so it's funny so again Brad has had his vasectomy I had a procedure totally unrelated that I was warned may affect my fertility but I was like I'm okay that's fine we do it because I'm done having kids and um, as we were leaving the procedure my uh, the surgeon who's also an OB I was like she's she was like oh be careful and I was like oh he just got a vasectomy she goes I delivered a vasectomy baby yesterday <laughs> It's yeah. like, oh my god. So yeah many we times. Yeah. We were very careful very careful. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this on a Wednesday evening. Um, folks, if you uh, need any sleep help, obviously you know where to go. Babiesbestsleep.com on our Instagram at Babies You can be connected to any member of our team. If you're thinking you'd like to be a consultant, we have our next certification training coming September as well. And you can learn all about that. Send me an email and I will direct you to the right place. Have a good one, everyone. Bye.